0: Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to Raising His Kids. Today's episode is a powerful one. We're delving into the theme of the past infecting the present, a topic that resonates deeply with many stepmothers out there.
1: And As stepmothers, we often face challenges rooted in our past experiences. These challenges can influence our present relationship, and it's crucial to recognize and address them head on. So whether it's night or day for you, grab that coffee or your wine and let's get into it.
0: Speaking from our own experiences, navigating the impact of the past is a journey in itself. I know that but I've faced challenges stemming from my past experience with DV and it's something that still affects me today specifically I get triggered by the way my ex and his fiance still sometimes speak to me but also the way others mostly Karen speak to my husband which as you can imagine brings its own set of challenges to the table.
1: Yeah that triggers me too and I don't even have the past of DV but I have a bad attitude that makes me want to fight people sometimes. So,
0: But even without the past DV you think about the way that you were brought up and if you were around conflict and around fighting that's a trigger for you
1: that's exactly what I like have to note because my past experiences mostly like come from not even relationships I do have like one that kind of triggered me a lot in the beginning here where I dated another guy who had a kid and he used like his kid as a reason to like cheat on me (laughs) like for like an un like you know a no questions asked excuse he would be like oh I can't do that I'm, I'm hanging out with my daughter like I'm doing this with my daughter so and it's like I'm not gonna like question that or anything so then when I found mm-hmm. out that's what he was doing that kind of triggered me a lot in the beginning of this relationship so but most of them come from being a kid and being around constant conflict and not even realizing that it was constant conflict because I just thought it was normal Um, and having to like grow what, out of that
0: right like I I have moments like that you know my husband I think I've spoken about it before on here but my husband is not the typical guy that I ever went for not only was yeah. <laughs> he 13 years older than me but i went for the bad boy the tattered up pissed would be into motorbikes you know whatever in the jail at like
1: least it. once yeah that was my type <laughs> you know
0: and it's because of the way i was raised i was raised in a household that where there was a lot of disrespect and so it's like well if they disrespect you they love you exactly yeah that's not normal no it's not but it's like that's what you think of as love
1: because your parents are telling each other and you guys that they love you and then acting like that. So
0: that's all you know as love. Right. And that's why I feel really guilty when I lose my shit at my kids because I'm like, I need to apologize to you and I need to let them know that I recognize that my behavior wasn't okay because I don't want them growing up and go, oh, well, it's okay because they love me. So they can yell at me because they love me. Right. It's like, no, I just, mm-hmm. I lost my shit and I have some serious work to do on myself and that's a me problem, not a you problem. Exactly. And I, I, I have, let them know that.
1: Yeah, me too. I've had this conversation way more with my husband and obviously with my kid when I've never lost my anything at my stepson but I had with my husband and I've had to have that conversation with him and like this is about me it's not about you and this is just how I grew up learning to express myself and it's not healthy not saying that it is at all when you that's what a, you know for 25 years and then right? you meet and it's
0: a learning like, curve yeah it's <laughs> normal <laughs> yeah,
1: it's hard to get into that
0: right and like I I had a day a few few weeks ago we had all the kids here I was before Christmas and I was working and I was just so overstimulated and I came home and none of like the chores that I'd asked to be done were done, so like I had to come home and I had to do washing, and I lost it, and I lost it. My husband, and the first thing he said is, "Don't speak to me that way ever again," because that's how my ex-wife used to talk to me. And I'm like, I know, and I'm so sorry, but I just—it's a me problem. I just came home and I was so overwhelmed, and the kids are at me, and this needs to be done, and that needs to be done, and you know, I had like an emotion explosion.
1: Yeah, and I could definitely see that because you never had to come home to that because you had it all taken care of. I could. I definitely see that triggering like a huge reaction out of me too
0: right and like he apologizes, he's like oh I'm sorry you know I didn't get it done we were doing this that and the other and I said that's fine but you knew I needed work clothes I'm working tomorrow and now I have I am possibly gonna have wet work uniform in the morning and I'm doing right. washing at nine o'clock at night
1: yeah exactly said,
0: and, the, and the baby's awake like she can't be awake at nine o'clock at night she should have been in bed
1: oh man yeah that's frustrating <laughs> that would
0: definitely trigger and, something in me you know right like if he was coming home late the kids were still in bed at their normal bedtime i, I didn't just change it because it's too hard Right. you, you know but
1: men can get away with way more than we can
0: they really can but that's because we allow them to we need to hold it, them accountable
1: we do maybe we not by losing
0: to- our shit at them but
1: right. but but you're right like maybe expecting more out of them because i definitely have the issue of like i don't expect enough out of my husband i'm like oh i'll do that because i don't like the way you clean so i'm just gonna clean everything by myself it's like that's crazy i don't have the time to in everything by myself.
0: Right, just let him clean and do it like... My husband's the same as you, right? So he has to come around and clean everything. But you know, I'm solo mumming this week and I even said to my husband, I'm like, I miss you. And it's like I miss you on that emotional level, but I miss you because I have to vacuum every time Miss K eats. I don't normally have to do that because he takes it. It's like the little things that you take for granted, right? Like I have to load and unload the dishwasher because I'm the only adult in the house. <laughs>
1: right. Right. That you know, you definitely learn how much the other person does when they're not there. Exactly. We ended up getting Miss A like a drop cloth for under her high chair because I was like, I can't vacuum five times a day anymore. So we just got like a drop cloth and I take it outside and shake it out and go on a day.
0: I used to do that when she was little and first starting Solid Foods because it'd end up everywhere. I just had like mm-hmm. a picnic blanket and I'd put it underneath.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But now like she'll eat at the table but then if sometimes like her breakfast and her lunch she'll eat at her little kitty table in front of the TV or then sometimes she'll see me eating and she wants to eat at the bench. Oh
1: okay.
0: So it's just, just too many areas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. I know. That's, not, like, I, that's like one of those things I'm weird about where I'm like, we have one table. Everybody eat at it. There's no reason to be eating in the living room, but that's mostly because I don't want to clean up after everybody.
0: Well, we don't let anyone eat in the living room other than us because we're adults and we can clean up after ourselves but we don't right. let the kids.
1: Yeah. I probably never will. You eat on your couch when you have your own couch.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? So, anyway, we love hearing from all of you, our incredible community of stepmothers and a few biomoms too that I know listen to our show. Uh, we're featuring some listener stories and questions related to the theme today, so remember you can always reach out to us through our socials or our email. When my husband and Karen were together, they were very much spoiled. They were teen parents, but my husband still worked full-time making minimum wage. He only got to keep enough money for gas to travel to see stepson. She got the rest. My husband says his parents also gave her whatever she wanted and I believe it. So now every time there is a slight disagreement or she wants to buy stepson something on our dime, Karen has a complete meltdown. She gets our money in ridiculous child support and she claims isn't enough. It seems she gets all of her husband's money and her parents still send her and her kids packages of clothes and things. It's ridiculous.
1: I feel like so many of us can relate to like something similar. The whole it isn't enough thing is such a common theme.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's like my message. Child supports decreased by more than half. It's so exciting. But as you said, it's ridiculous that we still have to pay it. Yeah. We're 50-50 custody. Like we're still paying you child support you can put that money towards the kids for their education without asking us for more money we still pay for their sport by themselves by ourselves without her paying for it
1: right so what is that money supposed to be for anyway
0: so child support deemed that it's helped to support the kids to provide an equal lifestyle between homes which it doesn't right because her income and her husband's income is greater than mine and my husband's income and we have more children so
1: how did that Um,
0: work out because it doesn't include my income or her husband's income it's just my husband's income and Karen's income and gotcha. then the gap. Right. So it okay. doesn't like, it's unfair. It's not right because our Centrelink, which is like your welfare, um, has like a family tax benefit. So if you are under a certain income threshold, you receive money from the government for how many children you have, etc. For that, it takes my income and my husband's income into account. So we don't get any of that, but that also goes on to the child support. So then the child support sees that we don't get family tax benefit, but he still, Paying a higher amount to her, well, that
1: it's is messed, so up. messed up, so messed up.
0: And that's this—that's this, why this sort of triggers me because I could go on and on and on about it. Like it's so messed up. But yeah, and he's still paying for two children more than double what I receive for one child. I have more. Yeah, that's insane.
1: Yeah, you definitely don't get enough for for uh, little K or big K. No, sorry,
0: big K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's okay because his dad is willing to help me pay for like his school and all of that stuff.
1: Okay, yeah, that definitely helps. makes a difference for sure
0: you know you know when he pays his child support he's been really good he tells me if it's going to be late you know Well, oh, i nice. don't rely on the money but but he's been really good he tells me if it's going to be late you know we're going in halves of school books and school uniforms so it makes it easier
1: it definitely but, does
0: but if i was receiving what karen receives i wouldn't even ask for a half
1: right exactly
0: like absolutely ridiculous
1: and some of them have all the audacity mm-hmm. the next one is ugh oh. high conflict bio mom cornering me at events and reminiscing about her marriage to my husband that is awkward
0: this one i think i responded to this one because it reminded me of the time karen talked about my husband in her wedding vows to her new husband
1: oh god that's so cringy it like makes me embarrassed right now just like thinking about it
0: again it's yeah, so awkward so awkward
1: um i feel like some of them just do that not in your case that's just weird but like in this stepmom's case just because like they want you to know like they want to remind. You. You, that they were with your husband before they were mm-hmm. I know that we've had this I had that issue with uh, by a mom here too and she would just say like every other sentence was like oh well when we were together when we were together and we were all like we know like there's no mistaken I know you were together so yeah like, right? just-
0: I don't think I've ever brought up when I was in a relationship with Big K's dad to Big K's stepmom other than the time that I said he is clearly a different person in a relationship with you than what he was with me oh yeah well I mean, yeah that's obvious and- And, you know, and like I said to her, I said, you don't know what I went through. You don't know what he put me through. Right. And I'm not, and I said to her, I'm not telling you this for any other way, just other than for you to realize that we were in relationships with two completely separate men.
1: Right. And I mean, that definitely happens
0: definitely does like he you know he changed but Mm -hmm. that's that's normal when people especially when there's two people that just should not be in a relationship are in a relationship and then when you find someone who you should be in a relationship with
1: exactly i agree you
0: know the next one is the ex-girlfriend amazing bond with stepdaughter but exes have always been an issue in past relationships
1: I wonder, like, why, though?
0: Yeah, no, I didn't have time to respond. I was curious.
1: I feel like if exes are, like, always an issue in every relationship, like, there might be, like, an insecurity somewhere.
0: Yeah, definitely. I know when I was a lot younger, I would always feel threatened Mm -hmm. by my partner's ex.
1: I mean, I did, and the current relationship that I'm in, in the very beginning too, it was just insecurity.
0: Yeah, like I was insecure, I was like, and it probably fed from, you know, people like my sister telling me like, oh, he'll he'll leave you and go back to his wife.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you look, like this is the thought that I had, that was like, with her, you have like this family, you have a wife and a kid and you're all together. With me, it's like, you have me over here and then an ex-wife and a kid over here. So it felt like being with her would be easier obviously that's not the case they broke up for a reason but in my insecure head that's what I was thinking
0: I I thought that too I was like what if he realizes that life with me isn't what it's all cracked up to be maybe the grass wasn't greener on the other side and maybe he wants to go make his family work especially because you know she was forever throwing in his face you left me you left the kids right You know, Uh, he didn't leave the kids he left her
1: huge difference but
0: it's like I had the insecurity of maybe just to make that stop he would just give in and go back
1: right exactly and I mean it's fair it's your intrusive thoughts so it's fair to think that but you got to try to get rid of them because it's not true
0: Mm -hmm. and I don't even know if that's the
1: case for her so I'm not I'm not saying that it is
0: just if it is that's yeah yeah, you got to do the work to stop it yeah
1: trusting others and their intentions I mean again I would ask where that comes from and try to like pinpoint it and maybe work on that
0: it definitely stems from something.
1: Yeah. I had that um, the episode that I did alone with Alicia. She kind of like touched on that too with like finding where your like insecurities are coming from and pinpointing them and like working backwards to work on them. So if you haven't listened to that episode, that might be a good one uh, to listen to. She's a stepmom coach. and might be a good one.
0: Yeah. Yes. I just want to read another one that came through on my page before I forget about it. My ex cheated on me with his ex and being married to someone who has To have constant communication with the ex is so hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, So like she's triggered by that because her ex cheated on her with their ex. Really? Yeah. I could see that insecurity for sure.
0: Absolutely. Like I, I think I've spoken about it before. I used to still get really triggered. Like, why is she Mm calling? And you know, like since doing the podcast and you know being able to talk about these feelings and emotions, it makes sense now. Like there was one time, but when Big K was still little and he used to use my phone to call his father. And uh, Karen 2.0 was in the background and said, why is she calling you? Yeah. But Big K had to hear that. It wasn't me calling. It was Big K using my phone. And that's another reason why I wanted him to get his own phone so that it would be seen as Big K calling his dad, not me calling him.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because, you know,
0: her insecurities were obviously she thought I was calling him and she didn't understand why I still had to call him. I think still sometimes she still doesn't understand why I still need to be able to communicate with him. Right.
1: Which I mean, it is hard to understand in the beginning, but they've been together for a while. So I don't know, there's nothing natural about being a stepmom. So I guess everyone just figures it out at their own pace.
0: That's it. But you have to do a lot of self self-work
1: yeah if you're not doing I... the
0: work nothing's going to change exactly
1: yeah I feel like being a stepmom has brought out things in me that I didn't even know bothered me so it's uh it's a learning experience yeah my people pleasing reared its ugly head and it shook me I've been there
0: I've been there too it sucks the one thing I've learned is that I can't I can't people please anymore I had this conversation with my mother the other day like I'll tell you about it off recording but I said to her I said you need to stop people pleasing like if you don't want to do something say you don't want to do something. Yeah, that conversation
1: with my mom too.
0: (laughs) The next one is insecurity of losing him to her even though she is the worst and had an affair he'd never. And this goes like what we were just saying. I had that insecurity. My husband left his ex-wife but I thought he was going to go back to her because it's easy.
1: Yeah. And people stay where they're comfortable. So it's not a totally like crazy insecurity but like I said they broke up for a reason. That's it. The next one is having to deal with their ex in general. Yeah, that's always going to be a little bit of a bitch but it's completely inevitable
0: it is but sometimes like you look at maria and sam and it can be good
1: Mm -hmm. so true
0: so karen reminds me of my own mother i have lots to talk about in therapy because of this
1: i can relate to this and i feel like i was able to like help my husband through all of this because i knew how his ex was thinking because that's how my mom was thinking
0: yeah right like i i don't know exactly how i was able to help my husband through it, but I always knew what she was thinking. I think it's because when we were like going through court, I was thinking of if this was me as a bio mom, what would I do Yeah, if I was the absolute worst? (laughs) Because it's not what I would actually do, but it was like, what would I have the potential to do? What would I potentially be thinking if big case dad wanted to take me to court?
1: Right. You know. Yeah, that's that's probably a helpful like she, perspective.
0: She was never thinking practically, logistically, what was in the boys' best interest. She was thinking emotionally.
1: And what's best for her. That's what our channel did at least.
0: And what's best for her. Exactly. She still is. It's like when she threw that email going, Tony needs to prioritize the boys and maybe she should change jobs and maybe you should. But he is know. changing jobs. You love you love the paycheck that comes with his jobs, but if he quit his job to be able to be the full-time carer of the kids, you would complain that you're not getting money anymore.
1: Exactly. I hate that. Like, like, Don't tell me to change jobs. That would make me so mad.
0: Right? Like, I'm already in a pretty flexible job, you know? The first week that the boys go back to school, my boss was, like, willing to change my hours. So I'm still working. I just start early, finish early so that I can pick little Jay up from school.
1: That's that's awesome that they're flexible, though.
0: You know, like, like if I really asked, it like, to swap my Thursday night shift because I work Thursday night one week and then not the other, they probably would, too. But I like that I start, like on the week that I have them so I can get them to school. I can take little Jada therapy, you know, and I don't want to just, I don't want to completely mess with my roster constantly every time yeah. that my husband goes away.
1: For sure. I definitely get that.
0: So, you know, my work is flexible. But that bitch works from home. Oh. She works from home. The boys go That's... to school. One school's four minutes from her house. The other is 11 minutes, but she refuses to put them on a bus where they can travel 20 minutes to school. That's annoying. It's annoying. And one of her reasonings was, I don't feel comfortable with the boys being unscathed supervised on a bus for an hour the bus that they currently catch to and from school because it services several different schools not just their school it takes them an hour to get home anyway and little jay has to change buses so he has to get off at one stop and get on another bus
1: they live four minutes from the house and it takes an hour or they go to school
0: four minutes oh my god and she can't just go pick them up it
1: would take 10 minutes
0: right or put them in the school that's only 20 minutes away and the bus literally goes from a to b there's no extra stops. It's A to B. It takes them up the mountain, down the mountain, up the mountain, down the mountain. Then there's another yes. bus that goes up the mountain, down the mountain on our side. <laughs> that is crazy. But she's still thinking emotionally. She's not thinking about what's in the kids' best interest. She's thinking about what's in Clearly. her best interest. Yeah. You know, wow. she yeah, I can keep going on about this for ages.
1: I know. I know how you feel. All right, our last one, and I'm gonna say something a little crazy after I read this one, but I had to fight for attention as a child, now doing it in my relationship with my stepdaughter. So, I feel so I am the second born kid and I always felt that like I was always like oh, I'm second best to everything my sister was like barely a year older than me so it always felt like I was second place on everything and that's how I felt in the beginning of this relationship too I was like second best to everything like I wasn't the first to do anything and I was just like second best on every level and I was like I feel like that came from being a kid and feeling like I was second best all the time and that triggered me so much as an adult and I feel like this mom is going through the same thing. Although she's saying that she's fighting her stepdaughter for attention.
0: Yeah. So it's that competitiveness between her and her stepdaughter because stepdaughter's getting all the attention first and she's not and I can relate to that I'm the youngest right. of four and I right. feel like by the time I came along my parents were just too tired yeah they were too tired they didn't care you know it didn't matter if I was out drinking doing drugs as a teenager like they didn't notice they're like oh we'll give you money to get a taxi home like oh I you're wish. going to a party that's that's fine we're, we're going out with our friends for the night so they would be like oh here, here's some money you're going to like a party with your friends here's money need to catch a taxi home cuz we're not picking you up.
1: It's so crazy how different our childhood experiences were.
0: <laughs> right? Like, well, they didn't know what I was doing at the party. They thought I was being responsible at the party. Oh, yeah. Like there was one night where I was like laying in my a pool of my own vomit. I probably had alcohol poisoning and could have died. Just crazy shit. But I felt like they just didn't care, so I was acting out to get attention mm-hmm. because I wasn't getting attention. But my siblings will say I was the favorite because I was allowed to do whatever I wanted. I feel like I was allowed to do whatever I wanted because my parents were too tired after raising those three that they just didn't give a fuck.
1: Right. I bet my youngest brother would say the same thing.
0: You know, it's you know oh she's the favorite Mm, not really they just didn't care and that's how i feel i still feel that way sometimes like it's crazy but going for attention with the stepkids i know especially when i wouldn't have big k here on the weekends where we'd have big j or little j for that extra time when we were only having them every other weekend i'd feel that jealousy sometimes i'd be like oh this is my time i'm not getting that you're getting that
1: right i used to feel that way too if we had him on like a weekend that wasn't like our weekend to have him i used to feel that way too
0: so i think it's just a normal feeling and don't beat yourself up about it it just it's that inner work that we need to work on and we need to find out what the cause is as to why we feel that way and why and how we're going to fix it exactly
1: yeah you can't fix it until you know what the cause is so mm-hmm. okay so before we wrap up let's dive into some practical tips and advice on how to consciously shape our present relationships without letting the past dictate our every move after all the past should be a lesson not a life
0: sentence so um, the number one is what you and i always talk about
1: yeah Every episode
0: communication, communication, <laughs> communication, communication.
1: Yeah, the next one is define
0: boundaries, so important for literally every aspect of your life. Absolutely, boundaries, communication, everything. Yeah, seek professional support. You know, that can be a counselor, a therapist, a coach, sometimes just a friend. Yeah, if you can't afford professional, yeah,
1: it definitely helps. And Tony's a coach now, so I am. <laughs> the fourth one is mindfulness and self awareness, which is not as easy as it sounds.
0: It's It's not, but I think it comes with that professional help, right? where you're doing that work on yourself, then you get the mindfulness and the self-awareness.
1: I agree, yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to learn those things.
0: Absolutely. And educate yourself, you know, reading books and workshops and, I don't know, seek out more information on the blended family support system. Yeah,
1: Or even like podcasts and stuff, like just get other perspectives of your situation and it helps.
0: Absolutely. Write in your situation to us and we can give our perspective. Post it anonymously in our Facebook group. We have the anonymous button if you're too scared had to say something, do it anonymously.
1: Yeah, or submit a stepmom's anonymous.
0: Absolutely, do both. Yeah, you can do it all. Um,
1: uh, the next one is empathy and understanding. Yeah, Again, not as I, easy as it sounds.
0: It's not, but I feel like the difference between being a mother and a stepmother, you need more empathy and understanding when you're a stepmother.
1: A hundred percent. Yes, that's yeah. so true. Couple's I need more activities. empathy as a stepmother than I have ever for anything in my entire life.
0: Absolutely. And sorry, I, I thought you were done, so I went on to no, yeah. one, which, is, <laughs>
1: Sorry.
0: which is couples activities if you don't have an idea of what you could do this is where Scarlett from enjoying your blended family comes in she gives you like date night ideas as well as blended family date night ideas where you're doing things with the kids without the kids so
1: and if you're that stepmom who was uh thinking that she was like fighting for attention, couples activities are definitely the way to go. Absolutely. Then next one is focus on the positive yeah, for the third time. I not did as last easy year.
0: Yes, exactly. No. And that but that's why I did my job because I was so stuck in the negatives. And like I went through and it's like, oh, this is what happened in the first week of the year. This is what happened in the second week of the year. And it's made me remember, even just writing it down, it's helped to stick those things in the back of my mind of that's what happened. Last yeah,
1: year. that's like a scientific fact that if you like write it down with like a pen and paper, not just like type it, that it helps. But being negative yeah. is like normal human; Like it is easier to be negative. So you do have to work harder
0: to be positive, but it's worth it. Absolutely. Let go of perfection. I think that's something you and I both struggle with. I still struggle with that to be honest. Like I want to be the perfect mom, perfect stepmom. And if I feel like I'm slipping, I have a major meltdown.
1: Mm-hmm. I had a meltdown yesterday because I was like, I'm trying to be a mom, a business owner, and a stepmom. And I feel like I'm failing at all three. And it's just because not all three things are going completely perfectly right now.
0: doesn't mean you're failing. (laughs) But you're an amazing mom. You're an amazing stepmom. You're a kick-ass businesswoman and and an amazing friend. So you need to remember that. Well, oh, thank you. Build a support system.
1: We'll be your support system if you don't have one, cuz it's not always that's, easy to find stepmom friends.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. If you need a support system, we'll be that support system. I had someone find me on TikTok and reached out and sh- I said, "Look, there's an amazing stepmom community on Instagram." I said it's not it's kind of hit and miss on TikTok, but if you venture over to Instagram and I shared like your page, my page, the podcast, I shared like Tammy's page, Sophie's page and like a few others just said reach out to these women have a conversation yeah just don't don't be scared like we were an amazing support system for each other like tammy when tammy posts about um her son Tori, who's diagnosed i believe asd3 i just when she posts something about how difficult it is like i send her a message and i just remind her that she's doing an amazing job and that she can talk to me anytime she wants because although i don't have an asd3 child in my house i have two asd children two plus one makes makes three like it it can be really fucking hard no matter what level of the spectrum they're on and that's not even stepmom support that's just mom support yeah definitely
1: yeah it's it's definitely really tough but once you find a support system it literally changes your life it really does dm us i respond to all my dms so it might take me a day or two but i respond to them all
0: i do too um sometimes they get hidden in the spam if you message us on IHK, a lot of the messages go to spam but i find them eventually so (laughs) and i respond to each and every one of them yeah the next one is Create new traditions. I love that one. And I think that one's a good one, especially if you're struggling with like second wife syndrome and not mm-hmm. being the first at something. It's like, well, this is something we now do together. Exactly. This is that he thing.
1: never did with her. That's like, that changes things for sure.
0: That's it. It's like when my husband wanted to take me to Fiji for the first time, I said, that's fine. I'll go. I don't want to stay where you got married. I don't want to stay anywhere that you oh, stayed with your ex-wife. Forgot he got me. All <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the time that we took all the kids, we actually stayed somewhere that he stayed with his ex-wife. But I was like, it's fine. It's fine now. Yeah. But at the beginning of our relationship, like before Miss K, I I was still insecure. I was like, we can go to Fiji, but we're not staying where you got married and we're not going to stay anywhere that you stayed with her. And we do new sure. experiences. And as he said, he's like, he, he's he been like venting and we go to different places every time that we go just so that I can see different parts of the island that he saw growing up. But there also, he's like, I never went here with her. Oh,
1: well, that helps. Exactly. Luckily, my husband and his ex weren't together long enough to do anything together except get married and have a kid. So both of those things, I am the first to do with him.
0: There you go. And
1: our last one is self-care, which is arguably the most important thing on this list.
0: Yeah, it is. Probably should have been number one before communication and boundaries. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> may, or maybe third. Like it's kind of yeah. hard. Depends. It depends what you need more at the time. Yeah,
1: definitely. But self-care is everybody needs it. And it doesn't make everybody. you a bad stepmom for needing it.
0: Go get your hair done. Go get your nails done. Take a hot bubble bath with a glass of wine. Do yeah. yoga. Go for a run. Whatever it is that's your thing. Do yes, it. Anything. Yeah. And on that note, thank you for joining us today on Raising His Kids. We hope this episode resonates with each and every one of you and provides some valuable insight.
1: Your thoughts and stories matter to us. So Don't forget to share them by connecting with us on Instagram, TikTok, threads, Facebook, and our free Facebook group or our new Patreon. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.
0: Bye.